One of Reb Binyamin's main business uh, endeavors involved selling lumber. And the, num- uh, what, what, the way it worked was a number of merchants would lease pieces of, uh, like, like parts of the forest from whichever it is, this nobleman, uh, cut the trees and ship the lumber to the market. In those days, the easiest way of transporting the lumber was by tying large amounts of the, the trees together, the logs, and they would basically make rafts out of them and they would, and they would go down the river. And one of the places where Rebbein Yemen dealt in lumber was by the Delgava River near Riga, Latvia, where the Eventually, the uh, the uh, uh, lived there for a little bit. His uh, operation was a very large one, so he hired a guy to, to oversee the production. And from time to time, the the this foreman, the guy he hired, would come to him for instructions or answers to his questions. Um, such as how much lumber should go on the next raft, are there any special markings to make? So after answering the questions, Rebbein Yamin would return to what was on his mind, the main thing on his mind, which was thinking about Hasidus, what he just learned. And the foreman, this would drive the foreman nuts. He couldn't handle this. Uh, because each time he would come for guidance or instructions, that Ibn Yaman would be in another world. And it took time and patience to, to bring him out of this uh, state. And he, he was so into his Hasidic thinking that, that it's like trying to wake a guy up from a deep sleep. And he would, sometimes he would come out of it and he wouldn't have a clue where he was. So even though the foreman was always very annoyed by this, he didn't take it too badly because at the end of the day he was paid very nicely. Other workers, other, other guys that he worked for would, uh, would, would pressure him and all that stuff. Over here he wasn't, he didn't feel that. So even though it was annoying to talk to the boss, he, he just, he was okay with it. So on one occasion, Rebbein Yamin was in such deep concentration on the concept of Hasidus that his workers stood there waiting for five hours for him to like wake up. So all they could do was to wait and wait And they just stood there waiting. So finally, after five long hours, Rebbein Yaman noticed them and he says, uh, what do you want to know? And they said, well, we need to get back to work, but we don't know what you want us to do next. And Rebbein Yaman said, I'll be available to answer you in a few minutes. And he went right back to his thoughts. The workers were, they, they couldn't believe it. The guy just wasted five hours and he goes right back to thinking. And when he finally focused on his workers, 
he couldn't help but notice that they all looked at him like he was crazy. And <coughs> and the workers were like, how could this be a real thing to, to, do, to be so deep in your thinking that you don't even hop what's going on around you? And the guy in charge, he asked him, he said, Rabbi Yamin, is it possible or even appropriate for you to think about Hasidus in the middle of dealing with such a large contract of shipments of wood? So Rabbi Yamin says, why are you so surprised by this? When you're in the middle of saying Hashem Echad and Davening, and at that moment everyone's declaring that the whole universe is just the creation of Hashem. Right? And however great that is, imagine how great Hashem is. And nevertheless, does it sometimes happen while well, while saying Shema Hashem Esrei? Your thoughts could sometimes lead to something that you're buying or selling. And you forget that you're wearing tefillin and you forget you're saying Shema. Now when that happens, no one's surprised or amazed. In fact, some people think that's just normal. But, oh, all of a sudden you're in the middle of business. Chas v'shalom to think about Hashem, right? <coughs> so after saying over the story, the Rebbe Rashab said that regarding him, the Alter Rebbe said that he fulfills the mitzvah <coughs> of Bechol Derechecha De'ehu. It's one of the mitzvahs we have in the Yadus book, right? The reason that Rabbi Yemen was able to do this is because the, the truth is that business, business doesn't hide elokus, doesn't hide godliness. And this is actually a difference between the way Musser explains things and Chassidus. Musser directs a person to separate from the world, to be totally different, not have anything to do with Gashmias. Hasidus says, no, use the world and turn it into Elokus, turn it into godliness. <coughs>